Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Network Hour podcast. I am your host, Molly Kreese, and today we are going to be talking about the burden of being a leader or the burden of leadership. This is a controversial topic, um, and we are going to get into it right now. Um, So I've been pondering and thinking about this and thinking about a leader and being a leader and all the responsibilities and all the stuff that comes along with leadership. And I've never really thought about this, but being in my room and pondering and going through all of my experiences, I figured out and I've learned that there is a certain burden that comes with leadership that no one talks about. And you would hear everyone talk about leadership, being a leader, and everyone wants to be a leader. But I am here to tell you that it's not everyone that can be a leader because leadership is hard. If everyone were meant to be leaders and were supposed to be leaders and can be a leader, then everyone will be doing it. The fact that everyone is not doing it means that everyone cannot be a leader, cannot qualify uh, the things that come along with being a, a leader and not just a leader, but an effective and, and working leader. So let's get into it. Um, why is leadership such a burden? Why is there a burden to being a leader? I'm going to give you a story. I remember when I was, I remember when I was, um, selected to be the head of the uh, mentorship program called um, the College Awareness Symbolizes Hope program. It's a cash program. It's called, it's a mentorship program for high school, for high school students. And so I had been part of that program since I was in grad school. And the leadership, um, which named was, um, his name was Tyrone. He left in 2015. And so I assumed the leadership role of that program, which was an awesome, wonderful program uh, that mentored high school students, preparing them for college and beyond. And so with a program of that magnitude um, going into leadership, you have to know how to function in terms of talking to people, in terms of relaying messages in terms of handling the budget, in terms of dealing with parents, in terms of fundraising, in terms of outreach, recruiting, uh, dealing with mentors, dealing with um, the young leaders, which would be the high school students of the program. So there's many facets, there's many different working um, things that come together to make a big program like that work and make it successful. And I remember the first year in my leadership role, um, I really, I really struggled uh, because going on top of that, uh, one of the things that people don't tell you in leadership is that your personality is not the only personality. You have to deal with a lot of different personalities and people come with different personalities. And so if you're not equipped to deal with that, it can be very, it can be very overwhelming. So that was one of the hard lessons that I've learned is dealing with people in that capacity where you, at times you have to have compassion. At times you have to have 
complete understanding. At times you have to be fair. You also have to be firm. You also have to be friendly. My father always have a saying that he says, a good leader is friendly, firm, and fair. Uh, that is easier said than done. You have to understand where people is coming from. Sometimes people who are on your team, who is working with you to get things done, you have to understand their personalities as well and where they're coming from with certain things and be able to maneuver that and make a decision in such a way that it comes out successful and appropriate for the program and for the job that you're trying to accomplish. And I remember at one point having this um, this mentor meeting uh, because what one of the things that I did um, with my leadership is that I did not want to be a leader where I micromanaged everything or where whatever I say was the end or be all. I wanted to hear different perspectives and, and where you're coming from because as a leader, you have to be open to... Uh, criticism and be able to take that criticism and see if you can use it or if you can just leave it by the wayside. And I remember at one time I had a meeting with the mentors and I came out of that mentorship meeting literally, 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 literally crying, um, bawling my eye sockets out because going into that meeting and kind of discussing and talking about where the program was and really asking for feedback in terms of what they needed to see, things that can be improved, things that can be done. And so never being in that space before where people will just come at you as the leader. And I'm going to tell you, people are not afraid to come at you and to tell you certain things. And it was a first for me, and it was really um, emotionally draining. And I remember going home that night and really crying and asking myself, if I do I really do I really want to do this? Do I really want to subject myself to all um, these criticism, whether it be positive, negative? Do I want to subject myself to all of this emotional turmoil? Um, just to be a leader of this program. And I remember sitting with myself and after all the tears and after all the crying, um, remember why I was doing it. And I want to mention to you that this was a program that was totally free. Um, I was totally giving of my time free. Um, so it was a volunteer program. And um, so that was one of the things I was thinking about as well. I am going through all of this emotional turmoil, all of this negative uh, criti criticism and all of these things. And then on top of it, I'm not getting paid for doing all of this work. And so I really had to sit with myself and think about, Molly, why are you doing this? And I was doing it, be I, I, it brought me back to, Molly, you're doing it for your community uh, you're doing it because um, these are black and brown kids that need mentorship. Uh, these are kids that are the leaders of tomorrow. And you imparting your knowledge and your experience in these kids are going to help them to grow and develop into well-rounded uh, individuals and adults that is going to push your community forward. 
And I really had to sit with that in order to reconcile with what was happening uh, with me being a new leader in this role and leading this program. And so I say that to say that is one of the burdens of leadership is that you are going to be thinking about everyone else except yourself. Because what happens is that the people that you lead, they come into that program, they come into that workplace, they come into that job or that organization thinking about themselves. They think about what they can get out of it. They think about everything that's going to benefit them. But you as a leader have to think about what is going to benefit everyone else and essentially you have to take care of everyone else and make sure that you're demonstrating good leadership that these people that come into it and is under your leadership is going to get everything from you that they came into it for and so that is a hell of a burden to carry that is a hell of a thing to do and sometimes what happens is that we as leaders find ourselves in that space where we are thinking we have to go back to the drawing board and we have to say to ourselves, why am I doing this? And it is so important and it is so good for you to have a why, because if you just step into a leadership role because of the money or because of the accolades or because you just want people to see that you're a leader and you don't have a why, when these things come up and when these things happen, you are not going to be able to withstand these things, these obstacles, these challenges, these criticisms, these negativity. You're not going to be able to withstand that if you do not know what your why is, if you do not have a solid foundation, if you do not have a solid purpose and goal as to why you really want to be in this leadership position. So having that why and being able to go back to that and recenter yourself is very, very important. Let's talk about another, another burden of being a leader. I mean, gosh, <laughs> I have so many stories. I could tell you guys so many stories. So Another one is people are not as, they don't care as deeply as you do. And so I have another story. I, I, um, I developed a business called We Network Services. And in the inception of my business, I had two wonderful young ladies that were partnering with me to um, do the business. And to be honest with you, I felt like I needed them because I didn't believe in myself at the time and my abilities to run everything on my own. And so bringing them on because they, because I knew them, because we were friends and because um, we were already doing a project together, um, I essentially brought them on to do this with me. And later down the road, what happened is that planning activities and doing certain things, I would see that the drive I had for 
putting forward things and putting out things and meeting deadlines and all of that stuff. It was way up there to a hundred and their drive was literally at 50% because they had their own other things going on and in all of that stuff. And I remember thinking to myself, why the hell am I doing all the work? Right. And I remember getting into a hoopla where we were doing an event and I needed something done and it didn't get done. And I went and I did it on my own. And then that created um, sort of a friction and said, and then I was speaking to my business coach and I was telling her what was going on and things that was happening. And she said to me, Molly, when you are in partnership with people, they have to care as much as you care. You have to have the same synergy. And she's like, Molly, I need you to take care of this. You have to. And, and the reason why they don't care so much is because this is your business. This is not theirs. They don't see it as their business. And I had to sit down, ponder about that and think about that. And in my mind, I was like, but how can they say it's not their business? They came on to this with a partnership with me. Isn't that what partners, it's, it's all our business, not just my business. And so I had to think about that. And so before things got worse, before we lose the friendship, and before um, I get to a space where I would have resented them, where our friendship would have fallen by the wayside and all that stuff, I said to myself, Molly, you have to make a clean break and you have to explain the reasons why. And so I had to go to them and I had to say, I realized that you guys might think it's just my business. You have your other things going. I feel like we're going in different directions. And so this is what I have to do that is best um, for me. And so what happens is that you would find yourselves in situations where you are a leader and you're doing things. You're so passionate about this. And it might be a project. It might be a, a new program. It might be something you want to implement. You are so passionate about this. But the other people around you are not as passionate as you are. And what happens is that you find yourself outside there. You find yourself out there on a lonely limb of really believing in something and wanting to do this and, and, and having to fight to have people to come along with you and see that vision so that you can realize, realize that vision and bring it into fruition. And that is something that we fight as, as leaders is that, Sometimes people don't care as deeply as you care. And so how do, how do you combat that as, as leader? Because that's definitely a burden if you want to have something uh, move forward. And, and sometimes you can't do stuff on your own. As a leader, you need a team. And that team is going to help you to bring your vision out, is going to help you to um, run that company, that, that leader of that company, that wants to see record sales and wants to see record profits have to depend on its employees for, for that outcome, for that success. You're running a, non, a nonprofit organization or whatever you're running, you have to depend on the board. You have to depend on the other people that is running that organization to see your vision as a leader 
come to fruition. And so it can be stressful, it can be taxing, it can be downright annoying, and it can be very tedious and challenging when you are the only one that is deeply caring about something and you have to really fight to bring others to the table to see what you're talking about and to see the success on the end um, without being a success yet when it's when it's in, in its developmental stage. Uh, so that's um, definitely another tremendous burden of a leader. And so if you're under the sound of my voice and you're thinking about leadership and you're not ready to dive into these things that I'm talking about, then you are definitely not ready to be a leader because a leader is hard work. It's not about the accolades. It's not about the recognition. It is hard work and serious work because you're leading other people to a destination, to a purpose, to a goal, and you have to be ready to take the good with the bad. Let's ponder on that for a second. Let's talk about the, another woes of leadership, another question, question motives. People question your motives all the time for the things that you do. And if you feed into this, it can make you question yourself. It can make you question your abilities. It can make you question why you're doing this. It can make you question where you're going. And it can also make you want to give up because people questioning your motives all the time, it's going, it's going to be very difficult. At some point, you're going to want to curse, right? And, and you're going to want to say, what the, what the F? What the F is going on here, right? Because you know within your hearts of hearts that you're doing it for the right reasons. You know within your hearts of hearts the purpose and the impact you want to create and you want to make on the world the stamp that you want to leave, the legacy that you want to leave behind because of your leadership and having your motives questioned all the time can be really stressful. I can imagine Martin Luther King motives was um, questioned all the time from not just um, the, the, the white folks, but also from his own folks, from his own community. Malcolm X questioned all the time. Uh, President Obama motives question all the time. Even now in the space that we're in, um, President Biden, his motives is being into question, question all the time. Even uh, and, and even in your own group, it might be a peer group that you're in. It might be an organization that you develop. It might be a company, whatever. Your motives are always under scrutiny. It's always under question. Every move you make, on that board, it's always going to be under scrutiny. As a leader, you are criticized 100% of the time. I can't even say 90%. I'm going to say 100% of the time because not everyone is going to be satisfied with your leadership. There is always going to be someone that is going to think that you could have done this better, that you could have done this, you could have done this, you could have done that. And so not allowing that to get to you is a very, very big deal because what happens is that we're all human beings, we all have emotions. And so um, it is hard to not allow that to get you. I've told you many times that have gotten to me where I have sit in the corner and 
let it out and just cry because it got to me. The problem with that is you can't allow those people to see that it get to you because what happens, it knocks you off of your game and it knocks you off of that purpose and it knocks you off of that goal that you want to achieve. So if you have to go and sit in your corner and cry it out and come back to the table, that is exactly what you need to do and, and regather yourself or you need to talk to somebody, have those people around you that are really going to pour into you, that are going to see your vision as well and say, I know you're doing a good job. Put the, put the negativity out, put the naysayers out. And we're in a space where it's not just the people around us, but it's the people on social media and all of that. Some people just want to be negative, just want to be spiteful. And if you give into that rhetoric, it is going to really knock you off your game from being the good leader that you need to be. Um, so not entertaining all of that negativity is very important, but it's very, very hard, very hard to do. And so it is something that you have to develop over time as a leader uh, to take your, try to dim your emotions and take your emotions out of it and focus on the goal and focus on why, on why you're doing it. So people questioning, questioning, questioning your motives is, is a very, a very, very big one. And so it is, it is just downright stressful. I'm just going to say it is annoying. It is stressful. It is a fool and I don't like it. I don't like it. But the problem of the matter is, is that I was called to be a leader. Um, God put it like that. And I'm always finding myself in these leadership roles. And so it is something that I cannot run from. And if you are feeling like this and you know that you were meant to be a leader, you're called to be a leader, don't run from it because the more you run is the more it's going to slap you in the face. And so I would just say, just face it head on and make sure that you have that why make sure you have that goal and working towards that goal and make sure you have those people around you that is really just going to feed you feed feedback into you that is going to be in your corner to support you when those burdens arise when those tedious time arise when that negativity started smack you on the butt just have those people around you that's going to help you recenter and come back to the purpose and the goal of why you're doing this and why you're being a leader. One last thing I want to touch on, and this is big before my time run out is low appreciation. I can't tell you how much I, in my mind, I think about this. I'm like, um, ugh. You would see other people getting awards for things that they merely do. You would see other people getting the accolades and you're like, but I've been toiling, but I've been working. I've been a good leader and I have not been appreciated. Nobody have even think about, let me go ahead and honor Molly for doing this. She's touched so many lives. She's done so many things. And one thing about leadership is that you would find that sometimes there is little to no appreciation. And 
You cannot let that get to you because that's not the reason why you're a leader. You did not go into this leadership role to get people appreciation. If you did, then you're going to be sorely disappointed. You go into the leadership role because you want to affect change. You see something, you want to affect change, you want to create an impact, and you want to leave a lasting impact so that even when you leave this world, people are talking about your leadership. They're talking about what you've done, and they thought, they're talking about how you've impacted and how you've changed lives. I am going to tell you that is, oh, that is more than any award that you can have. That is more than anything because what happens? People are going to be speaking your name even after long that you're gone. The, the, the development of people and the way that you've touched their lives, it's going to be there forever. That touch is going to be there forever. It's not going to go away. An award, a trophy or whatever, it can rust. It can get burnt up in a fire. It can, it can, it can get, it's, it's possession. It's material things. But knowing that you've touched someone's life, you've impacted them in such a positive way that they've changed their life for the better, I am going to tell you, that's the number one award right there. That's the number one appreciation. And so even though a burden of being a leader is sometimes lack of appreciation, low to, little to no appreciation at all, I would say to you that I would forever be a leader, no matter what, awards, no awards, because I know that I am affecting change. I know that I am touching lives. And so when you realize that, and when you reconcile with that, your leadership abilities is going to be even much more effective. You're going to touch even much more lives and you're going to even, you're going to be uh, the best leader that you can be with, even with all the negativity, with all these burdens that I've talked about, you are going to be the best leader you can be because it's not all about you. And we as leaders know that we know it's not all about us. It's about the people that we touch. It's, it's about the lives that we change. It's about the work that we do that is going to stand the test of time. And that's a fitting way to end. That's a good way to end. I'm going to end it there. Uh, in our next episode, we're going to be talking more about this leadership, more about the burden of leadership. I'm going to have an amazing guest. We're going to tackle it. We're going to talk about it together. But I hope that this podcast has helped you in some way. If you are under the sound of my voice and you are a leader and you're experiencing these burdens, I want you to go back to your why. Go back to your reasons for being that leader, for being that boss, for being that person that have developed this nonprofit group and you want to see it grow, develop this company, you want to see it grow. And with all the obstacles and with all the burdens that is coming your way, I want you to go back to your why, why you're being a leader, why it is important for you to lead at this time. And I want you to lead with that and you're going to be successful in your leadership. Thank you everyone. And 
Again, this has been another episode of the Network Hour podcast. I am your host, Molly Kreese, bringing you all these amazing episodes and all these amazing topics. Feel free to leave a comment before. Feel free to like, share, download this podcast, subscribe to this podcast. It's only $4.95. It's not a lot of money. Um, You're going to help me to be able to keep doing this and to keep feeding into you. It's my pleasure to feed into you and to be talking about all these amazing topics. And I so look forward to talking to each and every one of you in the comments. Leave a comment on this podcast. Tell me how you love, how you like the topic. And we will talk to you again very soon. Goodbye.